I'll never forget that day. Beth and Brian and Mike, our usual cast of characters, and we... Hola. Hello. Hello, Everybody wave. <laughs> and uh, we thought we were going to be able to catch up, because they took a break, and we tried, and I got one more episode out, but we're still behind. I've not seen uh, the most recent episode, and we're covering episode six this week, uh, just in case, and we'll get into that in a moment, but I think we need to do a little housekeeping uh, and Walking Dead-ish news. I first. hate cleaning. It's only yeah. my cleaning. I've I've cleaned out the emails, and I I don't know what any of the old ones said. But we've got a new email address, or at least I do, uh, that y'all can use. And it's um, just going to consolidate all of our shows into this one one email address. And it's uh, write this down, kids. Get a pencil ready. It's going to be Cheap Scott Productions. At gmail.com. Uh, I see what you did there. And I have to no, I have to credit Brian Hughes with that. He he's the one that actually suggested that. Because I was gonna go with Scott Cheap Productions at first, you know, play on the Scott Free thing. Um but uh, I think it was Brian that said, No, cheap Scott and I'm like, Well that's insulting, but it's actually very clever, so let's do that. <laughs> well, I don't Brian, I don't think that I don't think that was me. No, I don't know. I could have sworn it was. Maybe it was Pat or uh, maybe it was Pat on Weekly Heroics or Hero because he's a wiseacre like that. He probably would say that. I mean, I like that. I like. Yeah, Scott. I think it's yes, easy to I remember. Do. So, uh, yep. Yeah, so yeah. it's C H E C H E A P Scott S C O T T Productions, spelled like productions would normally be, at gmail.com. So there you go. So somebody, please, God, send us an email and tell us what you think of the show. So how do you spell productions? <laughs> Pussy, Rottweiler, Oscar, I uh, know, um, P-R-O-G, <laughs> you should know this, production dude. Look it up. Google this shit, man. I'm not here to hold your hands through everything. Just please email us, nice audience. Cheap Scott Productions, which will eventually in, encompass my entire media conglomerate empire that I will start in another life sometime. Um, you're all invited to share in the, 
the wealth and conquest of that. Um, just I'll, I'll, I'll double my tank. Twice zero is still zero. Yes, exactly. Anyone who would like to uh, also send donations, we'll have a PayPal address for you. Um, I'm kidding. Anywho, let's get into this. Uh, we've got some news, too. Walking Dead news for the uh, flagship show. And it is beneficially announced that Rick Grimes uh, will be departing by the middle part of the ninth season, apparently. Um, yep, uh, Mr. Andrew Lincoln is, is calling it quits for whatever reason, and apparently Maggie might be too, so uh, we've also... No, they signed her contract. Yeah, but I last I read... Yeah, but yeah, I heard it wasn't a very big one. Yeah, last I read, she's going to be in like six episodes, so I'm thinking they'll be wrapping up maybe Rick and Maggie's uh, story like before the mid-season. Um, well, I know Daryl's supposed to take the lead role now. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. you're offering... So there'll be less dialogue to remember. Yeah, isn't it, isn't it time to just let the show go? Maybe, that's, that's it what we're going to discuss for a second. Um, yeah. I, honestly, I thought the show could have ended after the last season. Yeah, well, we've all been talking about that, but it's... it's uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, if, so. if they were going to end it, that seemed to be the place to do it. Yeah, they maybe should, they, uh, I think we talked about that a bit. They maybe should have just done the here's what's happening in the future and they've made it to the happy place and, um, whoever's making sounds, please stop. Uh, <laughs> I have to edit that shit. Um, hello? I'm here. Okay. I'm getting really bad feedback sounds tonight, guys. Yeah, sorry about that. I was opening up a set of John Byrne collector cards. Ah! Okay, well, that couldn't have waited. Um, <laughs> oh, no, it couldn't. It couldn't. John Byrne waits for no man. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, so I don't know what to think. I do know what to think. I think it's shitty. I think, yeah, they probably should have wrapped up Rick last season. Uh, I know maybe he had nine locked in to begin with. or something. But you know what? You can kill someone off a show and still pay him if you have to. You know, you don't have to keep having them show up. You just keep writing the freaking checks. Who cares? Well, I mean, again, you know, like we've seen this season in Fear, that you can kill someone and still have them show up every episode. Yeah. Uh, and that, that's not going to change over on, on, on Walking Dead proper. You know, I mean, they can still use Rick in a, a lot of flashbacks. This just, you know, they need to write a, an episode where somebody finds a nuke and just blows up everybody in the current cast. And then move it to either, you know, I don't know, Boston, you know, Walking Dead, why not? Or I'd still like, uh, just because you would do some great impressions, Brian, that we should still have Walking Dead Fargo, in my opinion. Um, <laughs> we can break it out like NCIS, we can have Walking Dead. Yeah, yeah. sure. Saw, yeah. Walking Dead at Texas, Walking Dead uh, I saw I saw that walking coming over from Winona, and... <laughs> Yeah, it was a bad one, too. <laughs> he ate his face right off, he did. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I just died because I really am bugged by that. It's like, okay, so Daryl's got even less of a target on his back than he ever has because we're going to pay him $20 million to keep showing up. It's smoke and mirrors, man. It's smoke and mirrors. It's, I, yeah, right. I, they're they're, they're going to they're gonna end the show. When they when they when they kill Rick, it's just this is the smoke and mirrors right now. They're gonna say as soon as it happened, they go, 
This is the end of the show. Y'all go home now. Nah, not if they still think they can suck advertising money out of it. And apparently, both of us have both of us have gone home already. Yeah, though those stretch this till the fucking actors are eighty if they think they can still make money off of it. It's still holding some of the better ratings than than other shows on cable. I guess so. people are just really freaking bored on Sunday nights or something. I don't know. They, you'd think there's uh, enough I've got out some, there. <laughs> I got some really interesting trivia. It's not really Walking Dead related, but it is related to our uh, our other shows. Okay, hold on yeah. to that for a second. I want to. Get, uh, I want to okay. get through the topic that we're really talking about within this thirty second zone of time, man. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. So I just think I'm it's, cranky tonight. All right. You know, yeah, I am, actually. Uh, <laughs> sorry about that. I haven't been sleeping well for some odd reason. Probably because my usual sleeping partner is not here this weekend. So, yeah, I'm a bit bit under the weather. Mm. Sorry. <laughs> no, sorry. No, I just wanted to say one more thing um, in that and pass it around the room here. But I, I just think it's gone beyond, you know, what was great about The Walking Dead in the first place. I think you should just wipe out the cast and... This should be an ensemble piece, and you shouldn't have somebody that you know is not going anywhere because they're the ones that make $20 million to be on the show. It should be just, like, an equal number of no-name actors, and anyone can die anytime. That's the last I'll gripe about it. I, I see I see Daryl and Carol walking down the street into the sunset carrying Judith. I guess I'd be okay with that. Yeah, yeah he's, that's he's, fine. He's basically got to become little ass kicker's dad and teach her to be little badass or ass kicker. Um, so I'm intrigued. Actually, I mean, this is what I've been kind of calling for for a while is get rid of the old guard. Um, I just think maybe they should get rid of all the old guard at this point. What, what were you going to say, babe? Well, I just don't see how they can ask, anyone can ask for a pay raise when... When the show is really losing watchers at this point, then gaining them. Yeah, and you're spending that much money on Norman Reedus. It's like you're only going to be all you know, the rest of the cast is going to be all disposable C-rate actors. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you know, it's like they're not going to be able to afford any talent at this point. Uh, now, as long as they've got the Talking Dead going on. Yeah, that that says to me that the ratings are high enough on the show that they can afford all this. They're still getting a, the the largest share, uh, you know, of viewers on on cable for Sunday night, even over Westworld. Yeah, and so they they can sit there and and they still got you know ground to negotiate with that. Sure. Um, yeah, I mean they they are still getting the numbers. It's just. I don't know, man. I just don't know how, how long you drag it out just for that. Maybe come up with a new show. I don't know. <laughs> well, get a, getting rid of Rick does that, though. Kind of. Got rid of Carl. Yeah. You get rid of Rick, then pretty much uh, writing Daryl into the lead and, and having, uh, what, Lauren Cohen still... Stay in the show for a little while. Uh, I, I don't know exactly. You can write your own after that. Yeah, and I, I'm actually excited about that. If it was like anyone else but Daryl, I mean, I like Daryl as a character. I just don't think he's he should moving forward. He should be like the leader of the show or the survivors. I don't think he's really like. Yeah, maybe they can show that. If the writers can show us he's grown into You're it. just not used to him saying much. Right. Now that he'll right. actually have to talk, 
Oh, he's well, got, he's got opinion, you won't know how to act towards that. No, You'll I'll, be like, I'll well, enjoy that. that. That'll be a nice change. But if they just keep him grunting and disheveled Daryl, then I'm not going to really buy that he's going to lead a whole city of survivors. <laughs> you know? know? Well, if he's going to lead a whole bunch of survivors, he's going to have to bathe at least once a season. I'd love to see, like, maybe they'll just have Daryl. Maybe he'll cost so much. Why? Or... Rick didn't bathe? Right, yeah, but maybe we'll just have. A, I'd love a little spinoff. We'll just have Daryl and Judith as like a lone wolf and cub thing, and he'll just wander off into the apocalypse himself and get into adventures and shoot people with crossbows. I'm good with that. I don't know. What was your trivia, Brian? Let's move on, man. I'm sorry. Well, uh, just to, to underscore, what we were talking about just a few minutes ago, though, yeah. on the rating side, Walking Dead still was sitting there with a 3.4 rating. And that doesn't sound great, but when you sit there and consider that Fear has got a point eight uh, rating, huh. yeah. The only thing that's got better ratings than The Walking Dead was the NBA is the, the NBA games. Wow, and that's a four point nine. Everything else is under a one. Oh, yeah. So, that's so, and that's serious. that includes Westworld. Westworld's been point four. Yeah. Huh. So, yeah, it's. I mean, it's still dominating. Except, of course, what where basketball is concerned. But it's doing the same numbers it was doing last year. Crazy. I don't know. I, that's good for them, I guess. But Yeah. Now, the other bit of trivia I was talking about was yesterday happened to be the birthday of uh, Dominic Cooper and oh, okay. Pip Torrens. Both. Oh, really? Both Yeah, same day? Jesse Custer and Hairstar. That's, that's quite interesting. I wonder if they knew that when they hired Pip, because that's, that's an interesting piece of synchronicity. Yeah. <laughs> so. A little scary there. Yeah, but. no doubt, considering the, the source. Uh, now, I have avoided the previews of Mama Langell. Have you have you seen them yet? Yeah, the most recent one was sweet. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. I, I saw, like, a little behind the scenes and some of the cast talking about it, and they had quite a few little scenes from season three in it, and it looks good to me, man, as a Preacher fan. All right, all right. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, me too. All right, so what are we doing tonight, Brian? <laughs> what we do every night, Pinky, try to take over the world. Uh, oh. One zombie show at a time. Uh, yeah, so the episode is Just In Case. Edgar, a uh, vulture, scavenges for supplies in a convenience store. John and Morgan corner Edgar outside and threaten to shoot him unless he cooperates. Uh, classic Western stuff here, basically. Uh, you know, John's like, you know, you can turn around and go for your gun if you want, you know. I'll try to shoot you in the hand, and uh, Edgar doesn't listen. Morgan actually tells him, he's like, don't be stupid, this man will beat you. And he attempts to go for his gun and gets his finger shot clean off for his troubles, and John corners him. But he warned him, he warned him. Yeah. He even host, he hosted that shit and yeah. warned him. Yeah, it was great. It was like, <laughs> yeah, it made the, the Western nerd in me definitely squee a bit. Um and then he gets right in his face. He's like, "Tell me, I want answers." And uh, yeah, uh, John. Okay, we can't spoil it yet, but um, there better be something in tonight's episode that I haven't watched yet that that fixes something that happens in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> so we roll credits. Uh, Alicia Strand, Luciana, and Thea speed towards the uh, Vulture's next meeting spot. And Alicia interrogates Al about the SWAT's vehicle's firepower. This is in the now, apparently. But Al makes it clear that she only records events and will not participate in their fight. And 
John searches Edgar's pockets, find a, finds a map to the vulture's next meeting spot, and he shows Naomi's gun to Edgar and demands to know what happened to the gun's owner. Edgar insists he joined up with the vultures after they left the stadium. Well, this is actually where, where John's yelling at him to get this gun in his face. And Morgan tells Edgar to warn the vultures that uh, some people are planning to ambush them at the meeting spot. Edgar runs off, and John actually gives up his guns to Morgan so he doesn't go all murdery because he's... He's feeling a little bit out of control right now. And he, it's just, man, he, Dillahunt is his name? What is his name? Yeah. Yeah. Jared Dillahunt. Just yeah. really killing this role. <laughs> he just, like, just tugs right at the heartstrings. And at the end, he's just like, I just want to know she didn't suffer. And it's just like, oh, man. She's cool, John. She's all right. Don't worry about it. We know she is. And so we get our little card uh, telling us it's now before time. This is really starting to give me a headache, show. we got to figure this one out. Um, Naomi removes glass from Alicia's arm at the stadium infirmary and asks Madison if they're going out again for more supplies. Madison says they have no choice. Nick, Lucy, and Strand uh, consult the road atlas to find a location that might yield seeds and fertilizer, and Luciana asks Strand where he found the car with the food. And Strand, of course, concocts the story and sees Cole glaring at him. And this is a good scene, too. He he thanks Cole for keeping his escape a secret, but Cole's basically like, dude, I'm pretty sure you're going to kill me if I tell anybody. So, like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be quiet, asshole. Uh, <laughs> he knows the score. Yeah, pretty much. You just showed me your complete scumbag. So, yeah, I don't think you won't. You told me you've killed people. I was like, I don't think I'm any different. I don't think uh, you've got enough of a crush on me to not stab me in the back. Madison checks in with Strand. They suggest they share some liquor that she found, of course. Fucking luscious. Um, I just think that because she knows that the, the other times when they got drunk they were still able to take walkers out themselves. Yeah. you know they, That she yeah, feels he's the one safe person to get drunk around. <laughs> That's it, yeah. It's like, <laughs> yeah. I just I thought the the writing in the this scene was a little clunky too, and well, actually, it's a little farther down the road here, but um, I, I see that I'm not at all confident anymore that we're actually going to get to see what happened between the dam and the stadium. They seem to be throwing in these little clunky expositions about it, you know, kind of explain it to us, but I I have no confidence we're actually going to find out that much about it. And that bugs me a little bit. They swam to shore. Yeah, that's that's all we get, apparently, after, you know, being in a friggin' bursting damn deluge that probably should have killed all of them. Um, so watching the vultures and drinking, Strand asked Madison, this is the clunky part, why she saved him after the damn explosion despite his treachery. She explains that she knows Strand is a decent person. Um, and you know, I just, like... I found it strange. The reason I thought this writing was clunky is like this is the first time they've had this conversation in like over a year at the baseball diamond. It just felt shoehorned in there to give us this little exposition, and then that's what I'm just. It just felt it's like there's no way they uh, he'd never approached her before, you know, just so we could see it on screen. He had to. You would think that'd be the first thing he asked. Pretty much. Yeah. When she rescues him. I'm fairly certain they got drunk together before this and, and would have had it out. Yeah. But she gives the standard. I know you're a good person, Victor. And actually need the drinking buddy. Yeah, that's it. It's like, I just, you're the only one I feel safe around because you're mostly gay and I'm a woman and I don't want to get drunk around any of these other crazy people. Um, they're interrupted by the sound of a car honking, and this is the uh, 
Where are we here? Yeah, Viv stands in the way as Naomi tries to leave the stadium in a car. And Viv tells Madison, or it's actually like the Range Rover she found. Viv tells Madison that Naomi was trying to run off with uh, one of their vehicles. And Naomi says she was merely driving to a location that might have seeds and fertilizer, which everyone else in this show is looking for today. Madison and Strand join her because they don't completely trust her. And they all pull over at a motel and kill some infected in the front office. Madison deduces that the people killed over each other uh, over a can of baked beans, because why wouldn't you? Uh, and Strand finds a... Well, they, they better be Bush's baked beans. Yeah, damn. Yes. Oh, I, I miss those old commercials with the talking dog, man. They still got them. Do they? Well, that's right. Yeah. I don't watch TV anymore. Yeah, that happens. You don't watch TV. Yeah. Uh, you think they'd show me one, and I'm getting really sick of the boring-ass commercials they show me before movies these days. Uh, I always see me like Ford commercials with these fake actors, and Strand finds a stash of snacks as well. Over dinner, Naomi explains that she's taking Madison and Strand to an abandoned FEMA shelter, and she ad- uh, admits that she'd been planning to flee the stadium when Viv caught her, but she'd intended to leave them with a map to the FEMA shelter. So thanks, Naomi. Strand orders her to hand over the car keys, and we also get some more stories of the Clark clan's travels. And they went to Roswell, and we're not going to get to see Strand and Maddie drunk in a fucking UFO town? I mean, that's just a sin, isn't it? Cause there I, had- dr- I want to see them get drunk in a UFO. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, there had to be some fun survivors going on in Roswell during the zombie apocalypse. you got to think, man. Talk about cults and shit that would have propped up, you know. That would have been like, you know, it's, they're actually aliens, you know. And they probably would have got their shit together in Roswell and, like, fought off the zombies. So I'm really pissed that we didn't uh, get that story shown to us. That's uh, the next show. That yeah, that would be cool, yes. <laughs> it's, Walking Dead Roswell. Yeah. And, and they'll have Bigfoot there, too. Hulk Hogan's playing him. Yeah, we, we find out it, it all started from the one crash in 1947. Just the zombie was digging its way out of, town, uh, out of the ground or something. Oh, <laughs> also for your Parks and Recs fans... Um, they are apparently fans of Ron F- Swanson's uh, favorite scotch, Lagavulin, I think it is. So that's what they're drinking. <laughs> that's what they're drinking. It's like that, that's, that Ron Swanson just gets triggered in my head when I think of scotch now. And, well, he should. Yes, Madison wakes up that and bacon uh, mostly. Um, but Madison wakes up and finds Naomi gone, and Naomi drives to the FEMA shelter after hot wiring a car. She knocks on the front doors. And it tracks a herd of infected locked inside. Uh, Madison and Strand look at the FEMA map to catch up with her, and Strand admits to Madison that the car with the supplies had been his escape car, and he warns Madison that some people, such as himself and Naomi, never change. She's probably like, yeah, no shit, dipshit. I know you're a scumbag. I just need someone to drink with. Why do we keep going over this? Uh, Naomi enters the FEMA shelter through a side entrance and goes to the pantry. She opens a lockbox and retrieves a notebook containing instructions for survival. Uh, she also takes a set of keys with just uh, J-I-C written on a keychain, which I'm thinking maybe stands for just in case, given the title of this episode. Uh, Naomi enters a cafeteria and breaks into tears when she sees kids' drawings on the wall, and the herd hears her and migrates from the lobby into the cafeteria. She flees to another room and finds herself surrounded. Uh, some of those faces she recognizes, and as uh, she climbs to the top of a scaffolding and sobs as the herd gathers below her. 
Maddie and Strand enter and spot Naomi on the scaffolding, and she tosses them the JIC keys and tells them there's a truck outside with supplies. She's like, leave me, save yourselves, basically. But Madison, no, they don't. You know, uh, just to prove they're better people. Madison distracts Infected while Strand strings up some rope, and Naomi shimmies across a rope and escapes with uh, Madison and Strand. And they all rest in the lobby, and she explains that she and her daughter Rose had stayed at the shelter, where a woman named Ellen taught just-in-case survival skills. And maybe Ellen, she was also named Carol. Uh, <laughs> 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 it was videotapes Carol sent to the, uh, the various FEMA shelters. Uh, Look at the flowers. Yeah. <laughs> Luckily, that's not what happened to Rose, I guess, but worse things. And Naomi says she left the shoulder to find, uh, shelter to find antibiotics after Rose caught pneumonia. But when she returned, Rose had died and infected everyone else. So, yep. So don't look at the flowers and don't name your kid after flowers. Don't leave your sick kid with a bunch of strangers that she's going to end up murdering. <laughs> Again, that was like the, uh, you know... In Walking Dead proper, the, the the house attack there, where you know, it's like everyone was sleeping, nobody nobody guarded the sick child. That was a great idea. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was so stupid. Yeah, the just in case woman. I mean, you don't trust her enough to watch after your daughter. Well, or the just in case woman should have known damn well enough to not leave a sick child unwatched. <laughs> No, the just-in-case woman would have killed the child right that away, too, like yeah. Carol. Yeah, she would have dragged her out and burned her. <laughs> yeah. So, so that's why that's why uh, Laura had or Naomi or whatever had hit her kid off. Right. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So, yeah, she didn't want anyone to know. You're right. Yeah, but you don't leave your chick sick kid by herself. It wasn't for a really good three plan. Three fucking days. Yeah. It wasn't, wasn't generally a, no. It wasn't a real well thought out plan. No. Uh, so Naomi takes Madison Strand to a well-stocked just-in-case truck that Ellen had prepared in the event of an emergency. And Strand assures Naomi that anyone can start over. He's like, I'm, I'm a better person now since two days ago when I had an escape truck. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Yes, he became a better person when his escape truck was found. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, conscience by um, circumstance. Yeah. By Victor Strand. Uh, Alicia, Nick, and Luciana stride up as uh, to Mel as Madison, uh, Strand, and Naomi return to the stadium with plants and fertilizer. And Mel and the vultures are like, "Oh, I guess they're going to do okay after all." You know, we don't have time to wait for them to die. We got to move on. So they just pick up and go, which I still say could have been done a lot easier with sniper rifles. Uh, but did you believe that though? That they're that they're going to leave like that? No, and just, no, no. I'm, I'm betting that's. You know, it's all, it's all an act. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, because the only other option they have after that is to go to the Winchester and wait for things to blow over. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I watched that with Tina last weekend. I made her watch Shaun of the Dead with me. I'm like, oh, you gotta see this. It's the best zombie movie ever made, possibly. <laughs> so Mel and the Vultures uh, vacate. Yeah. Uh, before he goes, Mel tells Madison that people tend to not see genuinely awful events coming. Ooh, foreshadowing. Uh, in other words, we're going to be back and we're going to fuck with you somehow. Nick surveys the agricultural supplies and predicts it will be enough to feed everyone. And Madison stares at the uh, JIC keychain. Cole congratulates Strand on helping accomplish their mission. And 
it's like, well, I think I might like you again. You've, you're a good guy since two days ago. I don't <laughs> know. Strand tries to talk to Madison, but she ends the conversation in a distracted mood. And Madison asks Alicia to quietly pack some supplies in the just-in-case Land Rover. Just in case, she says. So Maddie, just, just in case shit happens. Yep, and it always does. So. Yeah. Uh, and now we get our little title screen saying, Now, back in the present. And Alicia, Strand, and Luciana wait for the vultures at their designated meeting spot. And they see a van approach. Morgan and John get out of the van, though, and Alicia's group forces them to their, to their knees. And Morgan explains that they warned the vultures to stay away. Probably not a great move there, Morgan. A, mo- a moment later, Mel and his vultures arrive, though, anyway, and face off with Alicia's group, and they look like they've got them pretty well outgunned. And on Mel's walkie, a woman asks where everyone is, and a Land Rover pulls up, and Naomi steps out. Laura, John says, and walks towards her, but Alicia freaks out and shoots at her. But accidentally, John steps in the way and gets hit in the chest and falls to the ground, and we all scream no! at our TVs. Yeah, and, uh... What the hell, man? Yeah, I know. I just gotta say, I just gotta say, Alicia, as a character, is ruined. Kinda, yeah, I'd really I not. mean, thinking back to way back in the days when they were in Mexico and at the hotel... Remember how she just kind of walked Last up and stabbed that, stabbed that guy? No, two yeah, seasons yeah. ago. Walked up and just stabbed that guy. And, you know, the thing is, is, she was never really affected by that. Last season, she knifed more people, living people, than anybody else ever <laughs> yeah, in, right. in any of the Walking Dead history. Yeah. I mean, she's the biggest mass murderer we've seen to date. Yeah. Well, she, you know, kind of had to do it in that circumstance, but... Uh, the the whole idea of killing people before they dead to conserve air. Now find another way. <laughs> that fucked her up. What yeah. do you think? Well, and obviously, what happened to whatever happened to her mother? We knew that that fucked her up. Or, what a mind game. Yeah, or she thinks happened to her mother fucked her up further. So, right. Yeah, it's not out of character for her, but it's, it still sucks because we love John Dory. Yes. Yes, we do. Uh, <laughs> oh man, I tell you, I, I got so. My wife will tell you. My wife will tell you how pissed off I got that night. <laughs> Was that the night that Christopher broke his hand, babe? Ouch! No, I didn't do it. Yeah, I didn't do it. He fell. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's, he's being pissed off at a show tray. is one thing, man. But <laughs> yeah, uh, it's just things seem to come in, come in twos or threes with us lately. It's like you know, Beth. Beth is seeing you know the 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 death on. Um, on uh, fear and also the it's Infinity War in the same day, you know it's yeah, just yeah, yeah, Nick's death on on fear and it just you know it just seems like it's always hitting too much, you know. That right there had me so so pissed, and so you know it's like we haven't watched the new episode yet to see what happens following that, but I'm I'm pretty sure they're going to kill him. Oh, I don't know, I don't a, think a so. shot like that. I mean, it looked just like the kind of shot that got Nick. Yeah, you know? yeah. Which, yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, I put my I put my comments right in the group chat when I watched it. Yeah, I, Is this yeah. show fucking kidding me? I don't know. Yeah, I'm anxious I, to I see mean, what happened tonight. I saw like the the seven I minute would opening. Than they capped Maddie and and Alicia and Morgan. Mike. No, I like Morgan. I like more, more, the the road yeah. that Morgan is on right no. now. Now, of course, he he lost the his. His uh, Padawan, 
When Nick died. Slap your husband for me, Beth. What the? (laughs) Alicia and Maddie, that's, they're supposed to be their show, man, not Morgan's show. No, I said, I'd, rather be, I'd rather it be Dory and Morgan's show. They, it's like the Cisco kid all over again. I do like them together a lot, but I mean, so yeah, it's going to suck extra hard. I liked him and Nick together. I mean, every every time they've that, almost sold Morgan to me. Show, the Morgan and Dory rope show. I know, but every time they've <laughs> almost sold Morgan to me, someone gets killed that he goes well with. He didn't seem to go well with anybody in the old show anymore. So I've been like, fingers crossed, make me like him again, and they almost have, and then they shoot the person that he's good with. I'm sick of it. <laughs> Twice this season. So in what, six episodes? I know. So he, could have been, he could have been good with Nick, too. He was, yeah. That's uh, He was winning me back right, right with his little, you know, Buddhist teachings with Nick, and like, boom, you know. I, I think by the end of the season, Morgan is going to have gotten everybody killed. Yeah, maybe that he's that would be a self fulfilling prophecy of his, though. That would be, I guess, that would be consistent with his, which you know. part he never dies, or well, either he never. No, he just gets to watch everyone else dies. I lose, you know, I lose people, and then I lose myself. So he's going to. So we have to keep doing that. Like we're going to just have enough people of the regular, the original cast die that he gets to be friends with, so he goes back to murdery Morgan again? Like, come on. You can, you can create a new show called Morgan Gets Him Killed. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It's more, it's more like Alicia Gets Him Killed. Uh, they've just they've done uh, so much great character development with Alicia's uh, over the last three years. I just, I would hate for them just to use her as like, oh, all of a sudden she's the big bad guy, and now we have to... I don't know. I really don't know what the fuck they're doing with this. I, I'm still enjoying parts of it, but... Well, we've always toyed with the idea that Alicia could end up the big bad guy. Yeah, well, I mean, the Clarks in general, I mean, we thought kind of, I mean, I don't know, I'm more, we're, they're showing Maddie as, they're showing both, like, Maddie and Strand as, like, these reformed, you know, good guys, and then they keep proving to be like, no, they're still out for, they still will waste anybody in their way, you know, that gets in the way of the family, um, which is as it should be, but... Uh, <laughs> But it's like, I don't know why they keep trying to sell us that oh, everyone's trying to change me better. And, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm just kind of completely flummoxed by what they're doing with this franchise sometimes. Yeah. And, and see, that's, I kind of feel like that they almost want to shift the, uh, the focus of the series away from Maddie and Alicia just because of what those characters have done on, on the show. Because nothing good ever comes from them showing up someplace. It's mostly Madison. Well, nothing though. good ever, ever came of Rick showing up anyplace either. No. <laughs> and that's the running theme through all of this shit. Like, the leader always like just brings waste with him. You know, just fucking hellfire follows him. If it did, it'd be a very boring show. I I don't know. No, you can't. I don't know. You can still do it. You can still have exciting set pieces and stuff without having this, like, the stupid virus that keeps showing up and make competent people get themselves killed. I don't know. Or stupid people surviving. (laughs) That's what bugs me. You know, stupid decisions Madison's made over, over the the years that she survived, you know, like turning the goddamn hotel light on and stuff. Yeah. I'm just a little curious, though. What the fuck was Naomi doing with this group? 
Oh, it remains. I'm sure we'll probably like, find it, out something. Yeah, I guess why you watch to find out. Yeah. It looks like she, she was part of the Vultures group, but the, the thing but is, was she actions. part of them all along? No, I think she probably just like made some pragmatic backstabbing thing while whatever battle was going on, and be like, "Oh, you guys are going to win. I'm going with you." Uh, why not? Yeah, I mean, they have kind of built her to be, you know, this. We really, she's kind of cryptic. You know, and we don't really we know some about her, but like she's proven herself to be pretty pragmatic and and lonely. Well, she was and, she was really ready to sacrifice herself for Maddie and Strand there, and it was only yeah, yeah. I, and, and I mean it was that that tenuous tra- trip on the rope that yeah, and that was really a, a nail biter there, because like, that rope that rope looked like it could break. I mean, it didn't like it could support her weight. Yeah, which made her surprise her showing up with the vultures more of a surprise. But you know what? This is my prediction. Maybe Maddie and Strand prove themselves to be the scumbags they are while whatever shit was going down at the stadium and Naomi's like, Fuck these guys, man, I'll go with the, the vulture people. You know, at least they put their mm-hmm. shit out there on the table and tell you that you know wait you know <laughs> but you know where you stand, you know, like Negan and be like, you know, they're 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 brutal too, but at least they're honestly brutal. <laughs> so yeah, I could see Maddie being, you know, the author of, of Naomi's betrayal, but yeah, clearly Alicia doesn't think so for whatever reason. So yeah, all right, well, cool. I'm yeah, I'm gonna try to find tonight's episode soon after we exit this and see where we're at because I don't like how this one left us. No, 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 it didn't. It did not leave us in a good place. And I can see why you guys were yelling at us in the last podcast, which is a hilarious part of it, I thought. I'm like, go watch this now. I'm like, oh, no. And I knew what it probably had to be, given that we were talking about John and Laura, you know, in the last one. I'm like, oh, please, no. Show enough. <laughs> so, so luckily, we're all in the dark this time around. And we'll, yes. We'll, you know, a group therapy session and chat later or something. Maybe I don't know exactly when I'm watching it, but you'll either see a no or yay sometime in the, the chat window tonight. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm looking forward to it now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, just what the show or the chat crap. window? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Sometimes our chat window is more exciting than the show. You could be in it too, folks. We have a Facebook group, Fear the Walking Dead cast. You can search for that right in that Facebook thing with a little magnifying thingy, and you'll probably find us. We have a lot of fun. We post news and 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 talk and stuff in the podcast. And bitch so. and bitch yeah. and more bitching. Mm-hmm. We bitch a lot. Well, we I mean, do. Trying to also uh, once again. Sometimes we should say probably save it for the podcast, but that's yeah here nor there. Yeah. Well, we try to stay spoiler free like for about a week in there, and maybe some of us break and start ranting about things. But um, again, yeah, like yeah, like when I almost got in trouble for posting the uh, Rick was leaving. (laughs) Well, I know, even though it was on every website on the internet. I I noticed that right (laughs) after I I saw you posted. I'm like, oh yeah, what am I? Who am I kidding? Yeah, man, AMC. I swear, you guys just could make the show so much better by just 
figuring out how to lock that shit down so we don't know about it ahead of time. Well, they well, did it with, with well, Nick. Didn't really they did it really well with Nick. Yeah, yeah, and they've done it pretty well with other aspects of the shows, but, I mean, they're, they've been really dropping the fucking ball lately. Uh like, I guess there's a YouTube channel, I never go to it, that, like, straight up has the full spoilers for the new, or the upcoming episode, like, Wednesdays. And Look, I'm, I'm going to tell you, I think the reason why Rick is moving on is because Lauren managed to get as much money as he's making. <laughs> maybe. Ooh. I don't know. I'm Ooh. just saying. <laughs> well, good for her if I she did. I think but... like, fuck that. I am not going down like that. I, you thought, you know, I think it's getting to the point where AMC doesn't want to doesn't want to pay him anymore. Yeah, that, yeah. that could be a big... How, how, many, how many of those eight or nine season actors can they afford? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, um, I love Rick, I do, but, you know, hey, sometimes you just got to... Gotta go ahead and leave the show. Well, maybe Kira Knightley called him and she wants him to come back to Love Actually. <laughs> I don't know. See, that's the thing. I don't think he's. The, I don't consider him really <laughs> him really that much bigger a star than Lauren Cohen. I mean, he hasn't done that much. Um, so yeah, I, is only a bigger star because of Walking Dead, where right. I think he's probably bigger than she was, really. Maybe, but once you leave, you know, stop actively mo- making movies for a while, getting back into it can be a problem sometimes. Yeah. Well, uh, hell, I mean, well, Lauren Cohen's got a movie coming out with Mark Wahlberg soon. Yeah, but if you're... If you're I saw it before I snoofed this off. Most everyone who's been on The Walking Dead, though, has mon- went on to do bigger, better things after they've left, so I don't know. Yeah, well, the thing is, is that most actors really, now are not... Other than Voltron? <laughs> but most actors today, they they haven't been wanting to get into movies and stuff. They're more they're they're better off getting into TV series, especially in this new golden age of TV. A TV series is a steady paycheck, and that means you eat for a long time. Yeah. Whereas oh, yeah. if you do a movie, you get one check, maybe some well, residuals I, later. But I'm pretty sure he'll be. Yeah, but movies get a get long time. Yeah. Because of Walking Dead, he'll be able to afford. Quite a bit. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and and that's probably what also has gone into his his decision there. But um, yeah, but if Norman Reedus is going to be making a twenty million a year, he's got to do more than grunt. I don't know. I don't think it was twenty million a year. I think it was like a multi-year deal for that or something. I don't know. I don't, I haven't even bothered to read all the details, but that sounds yeah. I don't, I don't know what these guys make. That reference. sounds a lot for a year. I, yeah, that's big bank theory money. He, yeah, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I mean, I guess he could demand it if he wanted to, probably, but I just don't think, I don't know, honestly, if I was AMC, like, okay, see ya, uh, we'll find someone else to kill zombies, because I really think, I don't know, I don't, is he, if he's the only thing holding the goddamn show together at this point, it's time to end it. I mean, if it's well, just... Well, ap- apparently now there's a Twitter campaign. For... Pe- people are screaming that if... If Andrew Lincoln leaves, they're going to stop watching the show. Yeah, well, yeah, that could very well happen because I mean, you're you're basing, you know, it's based on a property that that still has them alive, and if the comic fans are a big chunk of the viewing audience, I could see a lot of them bolting. Yeah, I can too. I really yeah. can. I, there are a lot of people out there still pissed about Carl. Yeah, yeah. I mean, see me. I, I like the fact that the the two universes are going way separately. 
and that I don't know what's going to happen on the show. That intrigues me, but uh, some people really get burned by that. They want to see the characters they like from the books on the screen. So, Right. Yeah, that's true. Honestly, though, if you're going to lose Andrew Lincoln, and you know what, you're going to lose actors eventually. Yeah. Just, just the way the way the, the way it works, then why why do you kill Carl? He's the one character people were looking for to take the show forward. Yeah. Because his dad is an asshole. Yeah, that's well, a lot Chandler of Chandler 18, now his dad doesn't matter. <laughs> well, apparently he mattered to the, the cast and crew there because he was apparently the reason why it happened. Yeah. Yeah, he is a big reason why. It, it really, if Carl it, or, you know, the kid himself was not a man enough to tell his dad to shut the hell up, it's his, he's now in charge, then, you know, because of that reason alone is reason enough to get rid of him mm-hmm. if they're going to have to continue to deal with his dad. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, you know, highly paid TV executives like to remain conflict-free if they can. It, it yes. Interferes with their cocaine time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure not every TV executive does lots of cocaine, just like 98% of them. Because if I had that kind of soulless job, I'd want to. But anyway, <laughs> I've had the soulless job. Of, well, I guess I am a soulless producer now, now that I think about it. So um, send cocaine vouchers to <laughs> Cheap Scott <Man>. Productions. <laughs> gmail.com oh you can get vouchers now there's got to be at least one state in this crazy union that's got coke legal by now I hope Colorado fucking small Mike if you send all your vouchers and your um your your, your, uh, stubs and receipts to Dufo he'll reimburse you but you have to give him some blood yeah sounds fair okay (laughs) you know or an unwilling victim that he can drain I, I don't know He's the only one that can approve paychecks, too, so, yeah, you know. I wonder I've never got yeah, one. Yeah, because clearly my employer can't. Wait, you guys aren't getting paid for this? No. I get a cannoli every two months in the mail. Okay. <laughs> and I'm happy with my cannoli because I'm doing it for the art, man. Yeah. You have to be. Yeah, I have to be. These doofos like the, the kid in the Twilight Zone that can banish you to the garden and stuff or whatever the hell. Uh, <laughs> All right, Beth, Beth actually hasn't been introduced to Dufo yet. No, <laughs> I, I hope to someday. I only know the legend. <laughs> oh man! Uh, the truth is so much better than yeah. The truth is so much better than the legend. I see uh, Pete Hash, the legendary Pete Hash, is, has joined Two Two Freaks Cantina now. Uh, so that should be well, a lot of fun. Bye. It is. I mean, he's been a legend for a while. He's finally deigned to actually join our little merry band of men and crazy people. So, good to have you. But, <laughs> that's all I got. I, I just, I really don't know if I like the season or not yet. I, that's, I'm so confused. I don't even know if I like it or it, not. It all hinges on, on Dory. Yes, it, it all hinges on Dory here. Dory survives. We got at least a, a, a little more road to go down. It, just, it hinges on somehow wrapping up. This is actually worse than fucking Arrow with the flashbacks. This is like... <laughs> I don't know. They well, just, Arrow did it for five years. Yeah, but, but it made more sense somehow. I don't know how, but 
this this just gives me whiplash. This format. We need to figure out how to get back to a, just kind of a linear storyline here. The, the yeah, kind of bouncing around. Yeah, well, At it's least just an arrow that flashback. They were telling the story with them. Right, and it's just not working yet for here. And if they're not flashing back far enough, they needed to flash back to just after the dam and then go from there or something. But they had to try this triple timey whiny shit. They went on a long swim. Yeah, well, yeah, a year-long swim, Nick, I guess. Nick drunk. Nick washed up outside the cabin where Luciana was staying. Yeah, yeah, must be. I don't know. Or more, uh, Madison just went out and retrieved. That's what Victor basically says this episode. Like, that hey, is- went out and found everybody. And I'm, as I said, I'm really afraid that's like the last we'll ever hear of it. Madison went out and found everybody. The end. <laughs> yep, yep, that's find, what he said. Finding cast members' achievement unlocked. Yeah, exactly. And, <laughs> and then they found the baseball stadium. They decided to go see a, a game and, you know, yeah. So. Well, there had to be hot dogs. Right. And ketchup packets. And Twinkies. And mustard packets. <laughs> wait, wait a minute. Maybe, maybe, Woody's com- maybe Woody Harrelson's coming to the show if they find Twinkies. I'm surprised we don't see more people eating Twinkies in, in shows like this, because that is the true apocalypse food. It um, does not expire. No, like ever. Or That's, disintegrate. The only thing that'll that, be left that, when we destroy yeah. ourselves will be Twinkies and plastic. And the oh, aliens spam. will come down and... Now apparently spam goes bad because you just no no you can leave spam out for ten years and (laughs) cut the film out from all all sides and what's in the middle is still edible. Well then, just nobody should be eating that that uh, at all. Yeah, nobody should be eating that at all. There should be laws against that kind of shit. There should be. I won't eat spam now. No, you can eat it ten years. Ten years after the apocalypse. No. Well, you know, if you if that's all you're gonna find, hungry that's is what hungry. You're gonna eat. <laughs> I I would still go for dog. There's got to be better meat and fucking dog food, so I'd go for the dog food over the spam. Or neighbors. <laughs> or neighbors. Yeah, I had an actual little thought the other day about, which I meant to post on Facebook, but I forgot about it till now. So I'll make you guys suffer. But I got thinking about um, how humanity first figured out how cooking things was a good idea, and I figured it probably went something like this. Ugg uh, ate too many fermented berries one night and fell into the campfire, and uh, Narl and the rest of the crew decided, hmm, well, that really sucks for Ugg, but damn, he smells good right now. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how cooking started, kids. That's your Did dad. Ugg scream tainted meat? No, no, I don't think <laughs> Ugg screen much at all, except, god damn, I wish I hadn't eaten all those berries. Um, so that, that's my theory on how mankind decided to cook. Things. Actually, from what I heard, it started two weeks earlier when Ugg and Nara were walking through the desert, <laughs> and they came across a dead vulture that had been laying out in the sun for several hours. Mm. And Nara just jumped on it, started eating it, you know, with you know reckless abandon. And Ugg sat back and watched him doing it, and Narl's just kind of like, what's wrong with you? Later on, Narl starts feeling a little bad. Finally, he throws up, and that's when Ugg says, that's what I've been waiting for, a hot meal. Sorry, that was one of that's Somehow one my, my cannibalistic theory is less gross than that. I don't know how, but... <laughs> You've ex- I've been waiting 30 years to tell that joke. Honestly. <laughs> 
Oh, Will I... you never tell it again, honey? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Speaking uh, of someone whose mouth has been puked in. <laughs> well, so has my daughter. <laughs> oh, we got that on video. Yeah, we got it on video. Oh, thank God this is an audio. Uh, <laughs> audio podcast. She's going to kill us. <laughs> Well, the thing is, if we ever send it off, Beth would kill us, too, because she's in the background in a sports bra. <laughs> oh, hey. <laughs> yeah, America's Funniest Home Videos would have to grade that out or, you know, blur that out. I don't know why. They, they routinely show, you know, horrible damages to children. What would a couple boobs hurt anybody? Mm. <laughs> I've never met a... Boobs that hurt anybody, and my boobs are a very benevolent thing, in my opinion. Um, well, unless they hit you in the eye, that, that, that's always painful. Well, it depends on the circumstances. <laughs> okay. Some of us are into boob eye. I don't know what to tell you. I, I have my kinks. So anyway, this is off the rails, and I don't think we can top the puke joke. So, um, no. <laughs> I'm going to call it. Uh, and well, I'm going to watch the next episode now. This is kind of better that we do this this way. That we're like anticipating the next episode as we're talking about the last one. So we we were going to try to get caught up, and hopefully I can maybe get caught up this week. But this works for me. But J- John Dory better be fucking alive, or there'll be just me yelling at the beginning of the next podcast. So That's- and that'd be different from any other podcast now. I, it'll be louder and more like a bad Darth Vader, I think. I don't know. Hopefully I'll be in a better mood. Apologies for being a crank tonight, folks at home and folks talking to me. It just <laughs> Yeah, you're a little sensitive about background noises. Well, that's all. Yeah, well, because that's, cause that's a, a technical nightmare sometimes. Yeah. I don't want to deal with <laughs> Nothing personal. I have nothing. I don't judge anybody for making weird background noises, you know, in the, the safety and privacy of their own home. Just keep uh, them off my goddamn to, podcast. I had the Jolly Rancher bites sitting there saying to me, Brian, eat me, eat me. <laughs> I've been on oh. vacation. I'm allowed. <laughs> now you can answer them. Go eat your Jolly Ranchers. Enjoy. But, Thank uh, you. Thank you very much. Yep. Um, what are you guys all doing? When's your uh, Avengers cast coming out, Brian? You talked about last week, I think. Uh, you know, I, I haven't heard from Tim on there, and usually he hits me up by now to write the cover copy. Uh, I should go ahead and just write it for him. Uh, probably he's going to be finishing up Tuesday. That seems to be the night of the week that he usually has free time because he's doing the edit on this one. Okay, cool. So keep us informed. I'll, I will. I will. I, I'm sorry I didn't get out sooner, but it's been a busy time for everybody. We've uh, we've been. We drove around. We were on vacation. We went last week. We drove down to um, San Antonio. And uh, did we did we already tell you that? We told you that story. Yeah, you we? told me last week you were going, I think. Yeah. And we drove down to San Antonio and we came back. And, you know, we actually got, got a little sun, got a little surf. Christopher and I got in, in, in the surf a bit. Beth got in the shade. Sweet. Which is good because it was hotter than heck out there. It's And it's been in the hundreds all this week here in Texas. Thanks, yeah. but no. Well, we got up in the nineties yeah. around here. Uh, me and the me and the lady went to a went to the beach the other day. I built a fire, my first fire in 
ages. Yeah, and, and I think I posted on this. Did, don't, doesn't your skin, like, ignite if, if sunlight touches yeah, it? it did, but as I said, I've got my, my Cassidy... Uh, Cassidy uh, outdoor wear tips that I use. I wear a big funny hat and (laughs) cloaks and stuff and 400 uh, proof sunblock, whatever the fuck, SPF. (laughs) Four million SPF sunblock. (laughs) Just reflects the sun right back. I actually think I might just... I actually didn't burn as much as I usually do, so my skin may be defective at this point (laughs) in my life. Because, uh, yeah, I usually just turn into a freaking lobster. But luckily, I think the excessive hair growth on my body now is blocking some of the rays. Because, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm a Bigfoot. I'm a Sasquatch. It's not pretty. I have more hair than I've ever had in my entire life, except on the top of my fucking head. Thanks. <laughs> TMI, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you married to a 50-ish year old man. These aren't surprises to you. <laughs> There's hardly much hair like that. <laughs> no, everything. I, I figure that's a that's better proof of gravity than the apple falling off the tree, in well, my opinion. Just talk about south. I'm very fair haired, <laughs> and so all the hair on my arms and, and legs is like the same color as my skin. So you can't really see the hair that I have there. No, mine, no, mine's white on the top of my head and like dark brown everywhere else. It's like thank you. <laughs> that's great. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> So my color is going south. Gravity. I'm going to write the theory up and be famous someday. All right. This is getting weird. I need a cigarette. Now, guys. <laughs> I know. And I need nicotine, and I'm going shopping in 20 minutes. So I need food because my fridge broke down the other day, and it's empty. Oh. oh. Yeah, that was Sorry. fun. Poured myself a glass of cottage cheese. That was great. Oh, oh. God. <laughs> Homemade cottage cheese. Yep. Oh, stop it. Oh, God. Seth, the man with the puke joke. Yeah. Well, and I just is... threw up a little bit in my mouth. All right. Well, that'll give me an excuse oh, to use the sound effects. Now you've got to hop in. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, folks. That's your Fearway Walking Deadcast. We'll be back next week sometime. Bye now. Adios. <laughs> Have a nice evening. <laughs> Later, guys. You've been listening to Fear the Walking Dead cast on the Two True Freaks Internet Radio Network.